Okay, so hello, long time no here, I guess I would say. That was the cheesiest thing I could say, but it is what I said. Um, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm back-ish. Um, I know I've been gone for a while, and I'm gonna honestly tell you what's been going on. I have life, um, and I think that's an appropriate excuse uh, and I'm not even trying to make an excuse. Like, life's been crazy. Um, uh, I got in, I, I, my college stuff has been squared away. I know I talked about it. Um, so yeah, I'm a college student again. Woo! Um, I'm only taking two classes technically, but it's been a lot. Um, especially for someone who's just entering school again after everything I went through and doing online schooling is not the f- most fun. Um, I can say that, but I'm back in school, which is definitely exciting. I love learning about the body, so I'm happy to be back in anatomy and physiology. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. I've had personal things happen. Just wow. You know, I'm, I still go to the doctor every one to two months. Uh, it depends. So yeah, my I still have kidney failure so I still gotta do maintenance with that um I'm trying to think I don't even remember what the last time I recorded was like obviously I can see it but like I don't remember when I recorded it obviously I can look it up but I've missed podcasting um you know I've been doing therapy and my therapy talk my therapist talks about how important it how important see I can't even talk it is to practice self-care and honestly podcasting and releasing my feelings is self-care to me um and all this started when I realized that I was like podcasting to myself through my voice notes app um which I highly recommend to anyone give it a try it's really what what catharsis it's cathartic there we go I I figured it out Um, But it's really helpful for me at least because I have so many thoughts in my brain. It's nice to let them out. So yeah, I've kind of just been podcasting to myself about things and I've been realizing things um, and I want to spread it with the world no matter how big or small that community is. Um, So I wanted to share it with y'all, my loyal listeners. um, Didn't seem like anybody missed me. Well, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm sure everybody's busy with their lives because life continues to life, which is, I think, such a perfect statement. Life never stops lifing and life is hard and life is just wow. Um, so yeah, I've had, I feel like I've had a lot of personal growth recently and, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. You don't know what I'm saying. I've just, I've just, I want to talk. I want to talk. Um, I want to talk about, I don't even know what I want to talk about. Well, I do know, but like, I don't have it written down. I know, I know I don't have it written down. I'm not prepared. Which brings me to my other topic. Um, I stopped recording podcasts because I gave myself anxiety. Um, I thought, that making transcripts for a podcast was going to be easy peasy. 
it is not. It's actually very hard. If you can hear a dog barking, I am so sorry. This is very off topic, but I live next, I don't even know. In my neighborhood, there is there's a dog that is like always barking. And I do mean always, like at 10 p.m., this dog will bark. And I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But I'm sorry if you can hear a dog very loudly barking. This microphone can pick up anything. So you probably can't hear it. And for that, I apologize. Um, but yeah, I gave myself a lot of stressing and, and undue stress and anxiety for my hobby. This is my hobby now. Uh, podcasting is my hobby. And I want it to be as accessible as possible. And it sounds really shitty to say well I want to be I want it to be as accessible as possible but it gave it was too much work to try to transcribe it but in reality that's how I felt and I'm not going to give up on transcripts um because I do want this to be an accessible podcast um I just have to find um a way that is feasible for me to continue podcasting um, and make it accessible. That is on me. I have to make that work and I have to figure out a way to do that. And that's not a problem. I will figure it out. I don't know how soon adding, adding a, a, a due date was really hard for me. I don't do well with due dates. So, um, to be completely honest and upfront, the transcripts are on hold for right now. I'm going to focus on audio and it definitely doesn't feel good to say that. Um, and I feel like I failed a little bit, which um, is something I should talk to my therapist about because I did not fail. I am at an obstacle and I'm going to get, I'm going to overcome the obstacle when that time comes that time is not right now I have a lot on my plate and I need to piecemeal everything and I need to have an environment that is conductive inductive constructive I don't know that um that helps boost my productivity and gets me going the way I need to. So I'm going to try to make this as stress-free as possible as I can. Um, and you know, I really do want to provide transcripts, but literally sitting here and listening to myself talk for 45 minutes or an hour. Um, I'm sorry, you just heard my notifications. Um, that's college, by the way, it's a college notification. Anyway, um, it was really daunting to try and transcribe all my episodes. It was extremely daunting. Um, because one thing about me that I don't think I've talked about before is that I hate, hate I don't think hate is the right word. I strongly dislike going over things. So if I've read a book before, even though I've forgotten a lot of it, because I know how it ends, for me, it feels like a tedious task. Look at that alliteration. Uh, it feels like a tedious task to read the book over. So, uh, a novel I read when I was in, ooh, I can't remember if I was in middle school or elementary school, let's say middle school, they kept, they finally updated and was, and it became a book series and I was like, oh, maybe I should like read the book again 
so I know what's happening in the second book and I could not I could not I could not get myself to do that if I've watched something once if I've listened to something once and I can't just extract the parts that I want from it it becomes this like tedious task for me so I don't love rewatching movies all the time um, there's some movies that I can rewatch, but like others, I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't. If I've gotten the point already, I don't need to get the point again. So that's why like Spark Notes really helped me when I discovered them. Um, Spark Notes are any kind of cliff notes. All those things that help me understand the main plot points of a book that I forgot because I can't read the book over again. Um, and then the same thing, movie reviews are extremely helpful for me. Um, I love going on YouTube and seeing movie reviews and movie analysis. That's another thing. Be this is, I'm totally going on tangent, but you should expect nothing less than me to go on a tangent. Um, but yeah, um, so I have, I, I really can't stand horror movies sometimes. I can watch a thriller, but I can't watch horror all the time because I'm very scared. I can go into a very long conversation about this, but I won't. I'll keep this short. But what I like to do is I like to watch uh, analysis and uh, review videos about it where they talk about, and I'm, they're full spoiler, they talk about all the plot points, and I'm like, hey, it's like I'm watching the movie without being scared. And then I can talk about, and then I can have an actually good conversation. Ooh, I just hit the mic. I have a good conversation about the movie without actually having to see it and I save money and um I saw this on the internet at one point I don't know if it's a lie or not but it was like some people um actually seeing spoilers about books movies all that stuff actually encourages them to read it more so I was like oh well I don't really care if I have spoilers or not I still might want to see a movie afterwards like my mom is that kind of person where she does not care if you spoil a movie um she wants she'll still want to see it afterwards um, yes, if I see, like, look, watching a 20 minute, 16 sometimes, minute video about a movie, a two hour long movie is not going to ruin the movie for me because, um, it might actually encourage me to see it, but having to watch a two hour movie twice, no, I can't, I can't do it. Um, yeah. But I also watch analysis videos of music even. So any kind of media I'll watch an anal analysis about because sometimes I miss key points, which I've realized. And I'm like, is it, am I missing these key points because I'm neurodivergent or like, what's, what's going on? Why am I missing these key points? So like, for instance, uh, the YouTube channel Genius has their lyrical analysis with the creator of the song and for me um when I was younger I used to like honestly like break down the lyrics and like listen to the lyrics and get the full story out of a song however that's much harder for me now my brain literally just can't compute <laughs> like it used to and it also tends to feel like homework if I'm trying to analyze what the song lyrics are saying I'm so uh, analysis out Anal analyzed out yes I'm analyzed out I hate analyzing text um so you know where the <laughs> where school was thinking it was like building that muscle for me at least it was um 
weakening the muscle because I was using it so much and now I'm tunkered out and I don't want to analyze anything ever again. So I don't analyze songs. Um, as much joy as it used to bring me, I can't compel myself to analyze anything because it just feels like work now. So I will watch artists talk about their songs, artists talk about their bodies of work, um, other people analyze and critique films because it feels like work to me. And um, also some of the analysis just doesn't come to me that easily. I talked about Great Gatsby in a previous episode and like that book, the metaphors went over my head, like the themes, all that. What? I still don't know what the green light meant. I just, it's, well, I think I did. I just forgot. But like metaphors and stuff, I am having trouble talking. Metaphors and stuff don't compute like they used to. I don't know why this could very well mean something that I have to get checked out. I don't know, but I just can't analyze things anymore. And a lot of people, not a lot of people, I've seen people talk about how like, dumb the genius um videos can be but for someone like me who really like a song could be as straightforward as possible but my brain is just like I I, my brain refuses to analyze things anymore so it's really helpful for the artists to just tell me what they mean also I don't want to infer I don't want to infer I don't want to guess I want the artist to just tell me what it means I want to know the meaning and um just enjoy it uh and that and I'll be honest a lot of songs oh for me at least have been like I've been enjoying it and then I really listen to it and I'm like oh this is this is not the song I thought it was like it has a good beat but it's actually like really sad <laughs> and I'm like oh uh-oh yeah and it could also just be um a neurodivergent thing because I'm realizing that I don't take a lot of social cues and metaphors and stuff like that all that often it doesn't really compute well and that might be why I had so much bad grades analyzing things in English class because maybe I just didn't have an analytical brain like that like sure I do and my brain is analytical but not in the sense of picking apart words I'd rather just take what the author says for face value because I saw this meme once and it was like the current the curtains being green symbolizes the lack of uh plants inside the house and then it was like no the author just wanted the curtains to be green and that's my thing is like you you you're inferring all these things but you don't actually know what the author meant unless they tell you what they meant and then that also kind of demystifies the book if they tell you every single thing they meant and it frustrates me how I would get a bad grade for not interpreting things the way my English teacher wanted me to interpret them who are you to tell me my interpretation is wrong what if I'm right huh what if I'm right and you've been teaching this book that you've been teaching for 10 years wrong and I'm right what if what if that was the case you don't know 100% you're what 99% sure but there's still that 1% that could be like whoa maybe I analyzed this wrong just some food for thought so yeah as you can see, I'm talking about like my brain and like anal and I'm using words like neurodivergent. I am assuming you know what those words mean. Um, I do not feel at capacity to tell you what those words mean. 
So I would greatly appreciate it if you were to Google those words, if you do not understand what I'm meaning. Um, uh, I'll give, it's like neurodivergent, neurotypical, um, that whole thing you can dive into. I do not feel at liberty to explain those things because I am not well versed enough to teach. Um, that's another thing I saw on the internet once where it's like, you can understand a topic, but not enough to teach it. Um, like I can, I understand math. I can't always teach it, (laughs) but I understand it. I can solve an equation, but I don't know if I can explain that, explain how you do it. Um, and that's another reason why teachers are such a great asset to us is because they literally figure out ways to teach the things that they know. And it's actually a much harder skill, um, than I thought. Ooh, getting choked up. Anyway, um, some life updates. I never talked about this before, but my room was kind of in disarray. I needed a new mattress and I did that shit all by myself. Not all by myself. My mom did help me, but I did most of it all by myself and I felt very proud of myself and very much like a big girl. (laughs) And I was taking uh, beams from the old bed frame out. It was a grueling task. I was sore after, but I did it and now I have a nice mattress. I have a nice new mattress that I did. It's uh, my bedroom feels more like me now and that is very very gratifying um because I never really decorated my room it just never was my room um not like it was my room but I never added accents to it to make it feel like mine um I wasn't a kid that liked putting posters up um yeah but I'm actually doing things to the room to make it feel like mine. And that's a, I, I always thought it wasn't that important, but it's actually really important to make a room feel like it, like it's your own. Um, and now I don't feel as disconnected to the room. Um, I even put up color changing light bulbs. I have really tall ceilings, like extremely tall ceilings. Um, so I couldn't put the light strips up, like the LED strips also, they accumulate bugs, they attract bugs, I'm sorry if you didn't know this, but I feel like it's old news now, but those things, it was all over TikTok, people were taking them down, and like they were revealing bugs, and I was like, okay, so like I don't want that, so I'm just gonna get color changing light bulbs that I can control with my phone, it's much easier for me than like putting LED strips all over my room, especially because um, the ceiling is not a full square. I don't know how to explain it, but nonetheless, the moral of the story is that light LED strips would have been too hard for me to apply to my room. So I instead I put light bulbs that color change and it's so much fun. Um, my grandmother who is in her 80s or almost in her 80s was very amazed by them and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen um yeah so that's one topic um but like coming into my own I feel really good about it I'm slowly but surely coming into my own and figuring out what I want from life therapy has been a huge huge um aid in that process and me figuring out who I want to be and I'm not just an extension of my parents um which is a crazy thing to say 
Like, I am my own person. I can make my own decisions, and they do not have to reflect on my parents. They reflect on me and me alone. And if you don't like that, then that's your problem. Um, that's, it's very liberating. It's also very scary to do sometimes, to be my own person. I'm a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little, it's daunting. But I'm coming into my own. I'm deciding what, like, I want to get out of life. Ugh, it's a lot. It's heavy duty stuff that I think about on a daily basis. And I'm like, what do I want from life? <sighs> it gets exhausting, dude. I wish I could turn my brain off, but I can't. And then my brain is always going to existential mode. It's always like, you are, you know what I thought this morning? I was like, in this position right now, you are 19, you're going to be 20 soon. And you might have family members, like young family members, maybe not kids, because I don't know what, I don't know what's going on with, I don't, that's a whole nother topic to discuss. But like, the younger generations that come after me might ask me like well what did you do when you were 20 in this pandemic what were you doing and I'm gonna be like I was on my bed watching YouTube and I'm like I might think back to this very moment and I was like um that got too existential for me can my brain stop like cool cool it down cool it down can we not can we not have existentialism as our default mode all the time my brain's like no you're gonna be an existential freak maybe i'm just supposed to be a philosopher holy crap wait a minute (laughs) wait a minute holy crap oh my god what if i'm a philosopher yo that would be crazy if like i'm making these podcasts and then one day they're like the great philosopher talia that would be i would ugh no, because now that's something that my brain's going to think about. Jeez. So you may be listening to one of the next big philosophers, you know, look out Aristotle. Was Aristotle a philosopher? I don't remember. Uh, um, I forgot the philosopher's names. I forgot them. You know, whatever. Let's not talk about that. But yeah, surprisingly, another big help in discovering who I am is social media crazy right because usually social media just gives you anxiety and insecurities for me it's been a great outlet to see people live their authentic lives and realize what I kind of want to shape my life to be and not in a copying and follower sense as an influence sense which is the influencers but like just not the sense of influencers, like literal, literal people who are just living their lives and being as against the grain or following the grain as much as possible. And um, it's really helpful to see people do what they want and like figure out what aspects of my life I want to do what I want and self-expression. Ooh, self-expression is so hard because I don't know who I am yet and I'm like trying to express myself and I'm like but what if I hate this look on me I love it on other people but what if I hate it on me it's like well you gotta try it to see Uh, I I really hate failure and I really don't want to try things and have it end up being a total disaster these are a cycle cycle uh, I need a cycle psych what (laughs) I need an analysis of my psyche there we go that's what I'm gonna say um yeah yeah 
I'm trying to think. My health. Oh, yes. Guess who got vaccinated? This girl right here. I am. Well, I'm recording this on Monday. Um, so tomorrow. Tomorrow after like 1.30, I will officially have been two weeks after my second shot of the Pfizer vaccine. And I will be officially vaccinated. Whoop, whoop. Um, see, having kidney failure does have its advantages. Uh, you're allowed to laugh at that joke. That's a funny joke. Yeah, you can laugh at that joke. Um, yeah, so I'm very, very, oh my god, I can't tell you how thankful I am to have the vaccine. Um, but let me tell you something. Online, people were on my back. People were on my back. There was no social distancing. And I just want to let y'all know, please stop it. For all of us baddies with disabilities or chronic illnesses, whatever you want to call it, who got to take the vaccine, but we are very young and or, or you just look young, people, I don't know what it is. They like to look at you like you're taking a vaccine away from someone. And it's like, first of all, ma'am, ma'am, Gertrude. Listen to me, I am not stealing a vaccine. I'm actually eligible to get one. Yes, young people can have illnesses and disabilities. Just because my disability is invisible to you does not mean I don't have one. Okay, thank you. Looking at me like I'm taking a vaccine away from you. Gertrude, we're in the same building. You're getting your vaccine and I'm getting mine. Okay, cool. But they also like to just be on your back and there's no social distancing. And I'm like, y'all, we're all waiting in line to get our vaccine. That means none of us are fully vaccinated yet. So hop off my back, please. I am begging you, please, please get off my back because you're making me anxious. Quite literally, you are making me anxious. You might have, you might be a virus carrier and not know. Please, please, I'm begging you, stop it. Give me my space, please. Here's the thing. New York, there was never personal space in New York. People are always all up on you. But I thought I would get some more time of people not being on top of me. And it's, uh, people are on top of me again. Because people assume I'm just, like, not sick. I don't know why. They're just like, oh, you're a young person. I can be next to you. doesn't matter. Or they just don't believe in COVID in the first place. I'm like, what if I had the virus and I'm giving it to you? Think about yourself. Be selfish for a moment, please. Please be selfish. I'm begging you to be selfish. For the love of God, be selfish. Please. Please. Just get off my back. I don't trust y'all. I don't trust any of y'all. I don't know who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. Regardless of if I'm vaccinated or not, I can still carry the virus. A lot of y'all think that the vaccine will mean you won't get the virus, but you can still get the virus with the vaccine. It just diminishes the horrible side effects. That's all I have to say. So please, please. Please stop. Please. Oh my God. I'm getting like anxious all over again. Please don't be on somebody's back. Please give me, please give people their personal space. In the first place, 
regardless of pandemic or not, please give people their personal space. Now, please give people an additional secondary bubble of personal space because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. I don't even know if we're in the middle anymore, but we're still in a pandemic. So, please, I am begging you, give people space. Please. And wear your mask over your... Ooh, I can't. Okay. I haven't been going out a lot because, you know, coronavirus. And I want to stay safe. So, and I was only recently vaccinated this month of March. So, uh, before that, I was strictly indoors. Now, the amount of times I would see people with no mask, their mask off, their mask in their hand, their mask on their neck, the mask not covering their nose, the mask not covering their chin. People, please. There's no point in wearing a mask if you're not going to wear it correctly. Uh Please, I'm begging you. People had masks that were so loose on their face that I could literally see their nose. And I was like, that's not a mask. That's like a chin hammock. Like, um, sweetie, let's get you a mask. Because I can see your nose. Oh. Please cover your nose. And don't just cover the tip of your nose. It goes to the bridge of your nose. I should be able to only see your eyes. That's it. Your eyes and your ears. I should not be able to see anything else nothing please i don't want to see your face i was thinking about it and i was like if i was on a on a marketing campaign how would i market wearing masks to all the all the non-mask wearers and i'm like i shouldn't be able uh, my this is my pitch i shouldn't be able to see your beautiful face your beautiful face should be maintained (laughs) your beautiful face should maintain a mystery to me i shouldn't be able to tell if you're attractive or not Because, like, I'll look at people, you know, that's none of your business. But if you must know, sometimes I'll look at people. I people watch, okay? Whatever. I people watch. And I'm like, do I find this person attractive or not? Which, you know, I said it. I do it. I think everybody kind of does it. But uh, I don't know. My brain kind of just does it by default. I'm regretting telling you this. And I could obviously cut this out of the podcast. But I'm going to be open and honest. I'm going to be open and honest. And of course I don't base like their personality off of this. I'm just like, hmm, do I find this a person attractive that I will never see again? Mm, I don't know. And then I have to take a double take and I'm be like, I have to be like, I shouldn't be able to tell if you're attractive or not. You should be wearing a mask on. Why can't I see your whole face? Wait a minute. And then they instantly instantly become unattractive because I'm like, you don't wear a mask. So then you're not attractive. Point blank period. I'm sorry. The clicking you hear is my bones. <sighs> I, okay. Anyway, um, I was going to look at TikToks. I've been talking for 31 minutes now. I'm going to look at TikToks and talk about some things that I really cared about and share sentiments that I really cared about. Um, I'll probably record those I'll probably record those podcasts later today because I'm feeling productive in the sense of doing something that brings me joy 
So I'm probably just going to record a bunch of podcast episodes today. Um, talk about manifesting. We're going to talk about simping. Talking about unbalanced friendships and relationships and communication and society as a whole. Um, probably talk about some other things. I'm probably going to talk about self-exploration a lot more because that's the current journey that I'm on. And that's what's occupying the most um, memory in my brain. I was trying to think of a computer joke and I couldn't. What's It's like REM is what you sleep. REM is REM is where you sleep. RAM. There we go. I figured it out. I figured it out. Computer has RAM. REM is your sleep cycle. Got it. I got it. Um. So yeah, this is another update to see how I'm doing. I'm doing... I'm managing slightly. I'm managing because I have therapy. Let's put it that way. I am managing because I have therapy. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't know if I'm in a depressive state or not. I might be. I very well might be. But it's not as bad as if I wasn't on therapy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little depressed right now. Uh... <laughs> You didn't need to know that, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depression. That's, it's a thing. Um, so yeah. But, you know, you can still be a bad gal with depression. I instantly regretted saying that. Instantly. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Hated it. Please erase that from your memory. I never said that. I never said that. It's on a recording? No, it's not. No, it's not. I never said that. All right, so I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna you'll you'll hear this voice again, and just know it's most likely from this same exact day. That's my update. There'll probably be other updates that I'm forgetting to mention. I can't remember. My memory's been complete and other shit. My memory's been shit. Just memory who? Memory what? I don't know what that is. I don't know who that is. I don't. Somebody please help me. <laughs> they should study my brain. Because I don't. I don't know. There's a lot going on in there. Anyway. I never know how to end a podcast. I sound like Curtis Connor. I don't know how to end this thing. I've just been talking to myself for 30 minutes. How the F am I supposed to end this? Okay, let's address the elephant in the room. You might hear me cursing more. I'm trying to be more comfortable with y'all. Uh, yeah, because let's be real here. I'm turning 20 in a couple days. Um, in a couple weeks? Couple days? What is time? I'm turning 20 soon. Like, very soon. And the thing is, this is my natural, <laughs> this is my natural state. Yes, I, I try not to do it too much. Um, and yeah, but in the journey of being my honest and open self, I don't feel curse like cursing is that big of a deal. It is my podcast. It is my words. I get to say whatever I want. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. So I'm trying to be as open and honest with you guys as possible. The other thing is like, I don't need cursing. Okay, this feels like a therapy session. Um, I don't need cursing to express myself, but I don't mind it. 
So that's that's where I'm coming from. Okay? All right. Good. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoyed my incredible comeback that I have not clued you in on and my hiatus that I just didn't let anybody know about. Um, that's life, dude. I, I hope you, I'm, if you're still here, I need you to understand something. This is my life. Like I pick up things and then this is another, this is something that's like a symptom of ADHD, but I have not been diagnosed. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I get hyper-focused on things and then I lose all, what's it, all, all, ugh, my brain is shutting down. I lose all interest in it. Um, so yeah, oh lord, okay, my screensaver just came on. I have to go now, I'm sorry, this was a mess, but I'm gonna keep it all in because, honesty, peace.